and welcome to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and this is the podcast where we talk about what's been going on on the front page of our Street Fighter and the general world of the FGC. But today, I have a very special guest, the former director of esports at Capcom, Michael Martin. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. There's a lot going on on that front page, isn't there? It, You know what? It's not... It wasn't as bad on Reddit as it was on Twitter. I will say yeah, that yeah, much. That's and for sure. <laughs> and to that end, I'm like kind of proud of the sub in some ways, but in other ways, I have also seen the mod queue and I have I have seen things. I have seen things. You, I've seen you've footage. looked into like the, the, the darkness and it's staring back at you. It, this is this is to be fair. That's most days, uh, but, but yesterday and today, especially hyenas, uh, which we'll get into why that might be uh, sure. here in a minute. But before we really dig into to the meat of the episode, uh, whenever I have a guest on, I always give them an opportunity at the start of the show to really pitch whatever you got going on. So, is there anything that you want to kind of pitch right now? Any anywhere where people can follow uh, what you've uh, what you're working on yeah i mean obviously if you're if you're not familiar with me and you don't follow me on twitter um that's the easiest place to find out what the heck i'm up to uh at bizarro underscore mike one z two r's um and to that end uh you know former uh director of esports at capcom meaning i left uh you know i left my job a couple months ago mm-hmm. um uh, we can probably talk a little bit more about that later but uh um as a result, you know, in the time that I've been sort of taking a break as well as, you know, looking for something else, uh, I've just been streaming a lot. So, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash bizarro Mike, there's no underscore in that. Uh, and I've actually been streaming every day. I'm, I'm as Justin Wong puts it, I'm a consistent streamer right now. <laughs> That's fair. What, uh, what kind of games are you streaming right now? So not fighting games. <laughs> fighting games are hard to str- it's not a it's, it's like it's not I, a consistent I, viewing with fighting games. yeah right and and the thing is, is i have streamed fighting games before right and i think what uh you were you just hit it hit the nail on the head it's hard it's it's hard to stream fighting games it's hard to stream fighting games and mm-hmm. stay engaged for me anyway um and as someone who you know admits that i'm not the greatest at a lot of fighting games uh it doesn't feel good losing a lot on stream <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look. We know fighting games, right? We're all used to this by now. We should know. Like, it doesn't feel good to lose. Uh, and and those of us that stick around are the ones that you know uh, weather that storm, right? Uh, for the sake of improving and whatnot. But it doesn't feel good to lose a lot, and especially on stream. And I feel like that's just not entertaining for me or a viewer. So I tend to stream uh, lately a lot of like the Souls born games, like uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Uh, and just, uh, you know, just different games. I guess I'm a variety streamer, uh, but I've been focusing on a lot of like the Soulsborne games and like Resident Evil and stuff like actually uh, also I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Survive lately and man, that game just got shit on, but it's actually pretty good. I was going to say I had only heard bad things about it. And from what I've seen of it, it's mostly like hiding behind a fence. And uh, <laughs> okay. did the AI figure out how to walk <laughs> around a fence? That, that is a thing. But to be fair, that is not, it's clearly not, I think, the strength of the game, but that's not uh, also why I like it. The action parts of it, I, I you know, it's it's kind of whatever. The, there's It's kind of everything else that I really appreciate about it. Um, but in, also in fairness, that game's launch did not go out over well. Uh, I think we can 
draw some you know parallels and uh, apparently in the last year it's been out for like two years so i think in like the last year they cleaned it up a lot so it's okay it's actually a pretty good game in uh, considering it's a post kojima metal gear which everyone you know shot it down for uh in the first place yeah which like hey how'd that kojima shit work out in, yeah right in that new the, game i'm sure that was not good, to turn huh? this podcast into a uh, or this episode into a metal gear podcast but uh it's very weird to have played this game and death stranding and to actually see like dna from those like in both of those games i part of me right. the conspiracy theory guy in me is like kojima probably went to konami and was like yo i want to make this game and they're like no, that's fucking stupid. We're we're gonna make it a Metal Gear game. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna take my shit and go make a Death Stranding game. And there's a lot of like DNA in Metal Gear Survive that's also in uh, Death Stranding. So yeah, you can you can see the the strands what were left mm-hmm. in, in yeah, each game. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go kill myself for that one. <laughs> that was that was on that pun was unwarranted hey. and quite bad to be honest yeah all right. uh but no all right so that's that's cool uh you get into that and streaming every day so that is what you have going on but yeah. what's going on in the fighting game community is oh boy uh <laughs> let's all right so let's start this with timeline i think mm-hmm. a timeline might be best to set up here of uh, a little over a week ago uh ono tweeted uh it was before last Friday. He was like, you're going to get Seth on Friday, so look out for that. It's going to be great. Uh, but then next week, there's going to be an update with, with a netcode fix. And we were like, okay, cool. This is this is great. Which that the, I'm saying that pretty like matter-of-factly, but the way that the tweet was worded was not as matter-of-fact. Uh, and I can understand why there might have been a little bit of confusion around that. But that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Seth came out. Everybody was happy. We did our tournament on Monday, and then Tuesday, the patch comes out, and I wasn't on Twitter at that time. But if I was, like, it was one of those things where I got pulled into it. Someone was like, "Hey, you need to shit is." I don't know if you know this, but like, shit is on fire. I was like, you know, let's just check and see if if uh, people are into that yet because I, I haven't had time to download it yet. I'm off doing something else, and then I, I look at the internet. And oh boy, uh, yeah, just it is one of those things where the I'm reminded of that quote of a lie will make its way around the world before the truth has a chance to get put on its pants. Mm -hmm. And that was just that was Tuesday, that was Tuesday, as far as I'm concerned. And then also, like a whole bunch of hate mail, and uh, and oddly enough, here's like the weird thing is that like. It pulls out some bigotry in a lot of weird ways. I feel like the mm-hmm. same people who love that kind of uh, outrage and drama just love to sneak in some some mm-hmm. hidden hidden bigotry. Right. Uh, crouching kind outrage. Like the true colors show. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. just I don't know why those things go hand in hand, but for whatever reason, anytime there is big like a big conspiracy or a big hoax uh, or whatever, anytime Capcom does anything uh, that is released and announced that causes a stir within the community. Yeah. Uh, it just always so happens that our mod queues like, hey, 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 there's there's a bunch of bigots. You uh. should you should maybe. And then it's like, oh, thanks, mod queue. I appreciate that, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but the main thing that got people all screwed up was that there was a narrative that 
nothing happened in the net code mm-hmm. except for something changed to prevent the mods from working. Right. Which, like, if a game gets a title update or any kind of change to the net code, one would think that the net code mods would no longer function anymore. Like, there was things like when I like when I read that initially in my mind, I'm like, well, obviously they would prevent them from from working right like even talking about a, a net code fix prior to tuesday everyone had any intelligent person i talked to was like yeah you'd have to disable those specifically so that it, people wouldn't have to go back and remove them from just to make everything work together right and then for whatever reason people were like nope it's worse it's bad he took it away don't believe him don't believe don't believe his lies and man and here we are here we are and now it's you're listening to this on a thursday <laughs> or maybe i'll release this on wednesday night but this is the wednesday after right where the the cleanup crew has not even 24 hours later no right? oh yeah that yeah that is true this is about like, like yeah 23 ish hours from yeah because i think the the servers went down around four ish or something like that and by the time they came back up it was you know like in that maybe five, six, maybe seven o'clock range. So of course you have like all the Tuesday shows hitting. And I, I mean, look, I love the Tuesday shows, uh, but obviously it didn't help that that kind of, you know, exacerbated like the narrative yeah. that was going around. It really um, did. People using reaction yeah, clips totally. <laughs> that, yeah. that may or may not be out of context and also like totally, not, right. not like having enough information. Cause that's like the thing. If someone came at me on a live show and said, Hey, this is a thing that's true and I'm doing a live show and I'm preoccupied mm-hmm. with doing the live show, I'm not going to be like, hold the phone on, pump the brakes. Let's do a, let's do a check. I'm, I'll probably react to whatever people say to me. Right. Right. In the moment, which, you know, folks out there, don't you fucking lie to me. Don't right. you fucking lie to me, folks. <laughs> My eyes on you. I keep, I keep that shit in mind. Yeah. Uh, and I don't trust no liars, but. And, and so Wednesday happened, the cleanup crews have kind of come through, which is not actually. Here's the thing that we can maybe get into as a former mm-hmm. Capcom employee. Granted, mm-hmm. this was not your job. Uh, sure. Your job was not community management a lot of people get this confused with right anyone who they know what works at capcom community management is also also their job it's like one of like you actually never get to leave the office because you are always community manager but that is actually not true of like anybody like it was andy's job for a little bit while you were still working there and then it well, so to even, I guess, make it more clear and specific, um, I guess the only real community manager there is, at least on the fighting team side, is uh, um, Matt Edwards, uh, which he's a Capcom, you know, Europe, right? Right. Uh, street writer. The street um, writer. For those. Yeah. Now, sometimes I don't even know what that means because, you know, Matt does a lot of things too, right? And And as right. an employee at any company like that, you do a lot of things. But... At Capcom USA, there is actually not a community manager uh, for any of the brands. Um, there are "quote unquote" community people, but they're they're not really community managers. Now, that doesn't mean they don't do like community management, because of course, I think like you just described, we kind of all do in certain ways at certain points. Um, but even like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Andy, like myself, uh, we were. I saw a great tweet uh, a while back, and I don't. 
apologize, I don't remember who tweeted it, but there was a great sort of thread about the difference between social media management and community management. Mm -hmm. uh, essentially, what we were doing was social media management. Now, is there obviously aspects of community management and all that? Yes, right? Uh, but as far as our jobs goes, it was more focused on the social media management part of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird how like... And I'm not I'm not trying to make you say anything about Capcom oh. here, but I'm just oh. saying that it is one of those things that is almost expected of your job that you're not getting paid for that yeah. happens in, in this is not just true of Capcom. This is true of other companies as well. Sure. When people know the people who work at the companies, they expect them to like toe the company line and that. I don't know there's like repercussions for for talking as yourself on your own like right quote unquote <laughs> private Twitter account versus which is where apparently the FGC all goes to to have conversations and then they expect right. they kind of expect that level of communication with everybody whereas from my experience with working with people from this isn't even just true of you but like of everyone I have ever worked with or talked to at Capcom uh -huh previously uh mm -hmm. before you even joined is like mm -hmm. the amount of information that you have is not is often not the most up-to-date information of what people come to me as a moderator asking like mm -hmm. do we know this stuff when's this thing coming out what what will it look like what are the actual patch notes and i have to be like you know no one at this office knows yeah. the answer to that and i'm not yeah. even at that office and i know that yeah. i know that <laughs> like i just it's it's interesting because th there is uh, that is a large part of it and for me personally uh, in my time there i also sort of try to uh i guess I'll put blinders on to a lot of the game development side um at least in the sense of uh and i don't you know i'm not trying to call anyone out or anything but you know it does get old when you work for a company and you go to an event and hundreds of people come up to you at every event and are like yo what's in the season pass what's in the update What's in the, you know, what's, what, what's coming next? Which character is this character that, you know, like, and, and so it gets to a point where I'm just like, you know what? I don't like lying to anyone anyway. So I'm just going to not pay attention to what the dev team's doing <laughs> or the marketing team's doing until it's time, you know, for like an announcement to go out at the event itself. Like, Hey, you're, I'm going to be as surprised as you are. Um, the, uh, the Seth trailer at Capcom cup is a fantastic example of that because I was blown away by that trailer and See? I'd never seen it before. <laughs> that's kind of where that's kind of where you and me differ in that I love lying. I love to lie. <laughs> lying is great. Where if I feel like if I were in that position, and here's why I'll never get hired for any kind of job like this, <laughs> because I'm admitting this into a microphone right now. You're gonna troll everyone. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. If people be yeah. like, "So what's in what's in the season pass?" I go, "You know what? Everybody gets suit." Boom. <laughs> Yo, what's in, what, can we get a, who's getting a costume? Zangief's getting a princess dress. You there bet. You know. That should have been the Devilot costume right there. <laughs> who's coming up next? They're putting big the cat in Street Fighter V. Don't tell anybody. I'm only telling You're you. You're finally getting your guest character. <laughs> I'm only telling you, random person who I literally just met. They're putting exactly. Big the Cat in. He's got a fishing rod and everything. And it, like that's the kind of shit that I would say. Only right. because here's the thing. If I overcommit to that lie, then I can't, no one can possibly trust me. Right. And therefore, I wouldn't have to think. I wouldn't have to pretend like i'd even if i did yep. know yeah there's no fear of the of like accidentally you know 
spilling the beans or, or, or telling a truth, right? Like, unless she gets actually so far wild. Up, yeah, yeah and then right. Ono's <laughs> like, surprise, I've been talking to Sega. Guess what? We got Knuckles and Big the Cat. Sonic crossover. We got Jim Carrey's in the game. He's in the game now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could be down with Jim Carrey. Put Jim Carrey. No, maybe not. He's an anti-vaxxer. Maybe not right anyway, now. That's, yeah, that's, that's right kind now. of a long story behind that one. But anyway, not here to talk about that. Vaccinate your kids. Anyway, uh, here to talk about <laughs> <laughs> the latest NECA. Because I think we should clear things up, too, is mm-hmm. that something did change in the current patch of the game. Right. Like The net code was... Uh, modified in some way mm-hmm. it is hard to say because here's like the whole thing about all of this is that i want to say the number of people who actually could tell the difference between or like tell you what the actual difference was between the Altmore patch and the fluffy sheep patch and what they actually did to the game was maybe like maybe even like 80% of the people who listen to this show. Cause you know, listening comprehension out there, you know, I know some people out there, you a dummy and it's okay. I still love you. All right. Thank you for listening. Please, please like, and subscribe. Uh, but, but like these things are, are complicated, right? And there's yes. not, uh, there's not a lot of people who might be able to tell that difference, but there's a lot of people what got opinions on, on Twitter.com. Let me tell you that sure. it's a, there's a big disparity of the people who have those opinions and the people who actually know the difference. But all that aside, mm-hmm. something did change. Uh, mm-hmm. And from, and this was actually written from Mauv. Do you know Mauv on, on Twitter.com? Uh, yes. Uh, I saw that there was something posted, but I actually hadn't read, I hadn't read it. Yeah. And it's kind of like the layman's summary and I'll, I'll just yes, read okay, the, yeah. I'll read the layman's summary, uh, is that they, they shrunk the window in which it allows the game to drift off from the desired frame differential. Uh, that said window now scales based on ping to the other player. As a consequence, it's more aggressive about resyncing timing, uh, into the intended range mid-match so it, mm-hmm. it continues to resync which is a thing that both patches kind of did in a way uh, mm-hmm. but this does it in this specific way that lead that leads to some problems still there is one-sided rollback there is sometimes unstable matches with unstable ping get kind of kind of hairy uh, right and and it's just it's not. It's neither the Ultimore patch or the Fluffy Sheep patch. Which, if you talk to anyone who used both of those patches, results varied in mm-hmm. use of those patches anyway. Mm-hmm. And it would, it, it, like uh, anyone who would think about that comprehensively would go, okay, yeah, this is people are still probably going to have issues with whatever the this fix is unless they spend like an actual fuck ton of time on this and and try to like build it from back from the ground up and try and correct it uh then maybe there would be significant changes but from like this is kind of as expected and and from the people who actually played (laughs) played it and tested it there were i would say the majority was positive in in terms of how they reacted to it. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of was doing stuff last night, and I had Max's stream up, and he played a bunch of matches, and it's kind of weird to to see 
Um, I haven't personally tested it, uh, but it's kind of weird to see the change um, post patch because there's some weird stuff going on like in the backgrounds. Mm -hmm. uh, but for the most part, the actual gameplay, uh, the connections, you know, whereas the other night he said he played, let's, you know, if you took like 10 of his matches, six out of the 10, 60% were, you know, not great, right? Because of the, the net code. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, you know, last night, most of his matches were pretty good. Um, and this, you know, of course, there's some drama as we talked about, like how this was being talked about even before anyone tested the, the, the patch, right? Post patch. Uh, yeah, but he was kind of one of the and yeah, kind of, like he got out in front of it and was like yeah and said some not like talking shit but also like didn't do we have to talk about deleting tweets do we have to should we get into that so i, I let's get to that but i think okay. my point um was that yeah, finish, he, finish he, play, the thought here. he played the he played his matches and from what i saw it it worked out pretty well the caveat though is and just like a, if you you know, if you pull this mob tweet up where, you know, essentially the results are people with great connections or good connections are still going to have the better results, right? People right. that don't have good connections are still going to experience largely the same issues. Um, if I was back home, home being Seattle, um, I actually rarely had issues playing Street Fighter V online. Most of my matches were pretty good and like ranked and whatever, right? Uh, my connections were usually pretty good and I didn't get a lot of the, like the outer regional stuff that we see that stuff's still weird. I don't understand that, but whatever, um, being down here in the Bay area, you'd be surprised my, my, the, when I have tried to play online, uh, my matches aren't great. Um, I, I kinda, I, and so I feel that, that player's experience that is experiencing, you know, that, that that's getting the negative experience, right? Oh, geez. Guard dog's right. going off. <laughs> That's yeah. all good. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> um, you, but you do got you do got to name that dog. Uh, Roxy. Roxy's, all right, Roxy. Yeah. Roxy the, the uh, miniature pincher. Mini um, Roxy. Mm, yeah. Be friends with Brick. Yeah. Uh, and so I, and I think that what all of this kind of boils down to is expectation versus reality. Um, and... I mean, there are so many sort of like strands on this web when it comes to expectation, uh, beginning with like the tweets, I, honestly, even going before going back before that beginning with like these dudes created these mods, which uh, I'm not against. I think it's kind of cool, actually, that these dudes kind of found this thing out and created this mod. I can't speak for the dev team. I don't know if they were aware of like sort of the the issues um, or the uh the, thank you. Know, thank you for for getting saying that because I yeah. that was going to be my very next question. Yeah. Like I, like I can't speak for them. I don't know if they were aware right. of these issues or like these potential solutions. Right. Right. Um, I mean, if I'm being honest, I I would think if they were aware of that, maybe they would have looked into that because obviously we've been talking about netcode since day one. Um, right. It's been the number one thing. You guys have you have handed over to me personally the list for like two years running. Uh, and I have shared that list. We've all shared it, you know, intercompany. So it's it's not a secret, right? Um, mm -hmm. I would think that if this if this was a a a potential large enough fix that you know maybe they would have addressed it. I don't know. What I what I what I'll say though is that this these fixes from these you know these mods obviously pushed them to look into it more, right? 
And hopefully they're going to continue to look into it more uh, to find whatever solution there is to make you know to make this game better for for everyone involved. Uh, Right. But I think the it's a good thing action. that they created. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing that these mods were made because it caused action. And, you know, now, a few weeks later, we're, again, we're going back to expectation for real versus reality. I don't think everyone got what they wanted, but I still feel after last night, they got something better than they had. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we just had to, like, you know, run into a brick wall head first. <laughs> Man. before we realized <laughs> it was it's just like it's it's kind of wild like it didn't ha it like didn't have to be that way like it didn't have to at all it like, didn't we obviously people... know you 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 and I and and anyone familiar with like the FGC and social media especially on Twitter it it just it that's how it is um am i surprised by it of course not i don't think it, you know most people are surprised by it am i disappointed you know with some of the reactions sure uh i i mean sadly this seems kind of like status quo when it comes to a reaction um for anything that capcom does that is not you know largely positive right um but right. i understand i i think we all understand the feeling and the sentiment and again this comes back to expectation versus reality Sure. And it's also, I guess I should also clear up, like, it's also not, I, like, I don't, I don't want to put it on anyone out there and say sure. that any one person has, like, a personal responsibility to, to support Capcom and everything they do. They don't. Mm -hmm. I, I'm mm -hmm. not, I don't have a responsibility to do that. Like, mm -hmm. fuck Capcom. Sometimes y'all fuck up in some pretty <laughs> extravagant ways. And I think that's fucking. <laughs> like we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it when you when you done goof. I don't think this is a goof. I think the only goof here is the the lack of communication. Communi communication, right there, because like I, I want to take said, the word out of your mouth. And there's you and nobody, I, there's and nobody there to to say anything, right? There's currently no employee that they could say, hey, officially, this is the language that we're going to use, which a company would do if they had someone in that position right. of they would give them a like a bullet point list of like these are the things that you have to say here say them but that person doesn't exist at the company right now so yeah i mean we've talked about this for a long time i mean i talked about this before when i was in media so this isn't i mean we you know this is nothing new uh and i think that was actually going to be kind of like that i feel like yesterday and this this overall conversation, at least in terms of this netcode and patch business, um, and, and it applies to a lot of things, obviously. But you know, there's the the implementation, so the expectation of of what we're getting, and then there's the communication. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, one way to either balance or temper the expectations versus reality is to communicate. Um, and in, you know, it's it's still a problem. I. I wish I had the answer. Um, I wish I was part of the solution. Uh, um, if if I'm if I'm speaking real talk, uh, I I feel like I failed in a lot of ways in regards to that. Um, even though if it it wasn't you know my direct responsibility or whatever, uh, you know it still pains me to see the struggles. I'm mm -hmm. not employed there anymore. 
Um, I obviously know people. I obviously care about some people there. Uh, and, but I mean, I don't have to care about what's taking place, right? The problem is, or maybe not the problem, the the issue is I love Capcom and Street Fighter as much as the the other, you know, any you or any other Street Fighter nerd, right? Or Marvel versus Capcom nerd or whatever, right? Like right. we love these games. And yes, we love these companies, uh, sometimes to a fault. Um, but also, you know, having worked there and having knowing people that are still there and everything, um, feeling like I I I don't I don't know that I improved anything in terms of that particular like communication. Hmm. Uh, obviously, I, I mean, I guess I didn't because it's still an issue. Uh, and I really wish that I really wish it was different um, because yeah. even though Ono tweeted that and, you know, Ono has been more on, I guess, on top of like, you know, sort of acknowledging the the issues at hand. Um it just it just would have made things go over a lot better if you were more clear about what exactly was taking place in this patch and you don't have to get into the nitty-gritty because honestly 90 percent of us don't understand it i can read this mob tweet i can read a tool assisted tweet and it's a foreign language to me no right. idea what what what's being said here but yeah that tool assisted like line of tweeting was <laughs> Yo, i saw good. that and i'm like uh i don't know i you have to be a robot to understand this. I think Arliath did a good job of making it readable to humans. He did like a, a response to it, yeah, which is not, like, okay, this that. is this makes sense now. I can't understand that he helped translate the robot, which is which is good. But to your point, though, uh, it I, I should also state that and I'm kind of maybe giving you a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt, but it's not as if Capcom and your bosses were giving you the tools necessary to complete that right. part of your job. Cause I, I know right now that they're not giving those tools to Carolyn. If they did, if they had, if they had, if, if they said like, here, like, here's, here's what changed, put this on Capcom fighters. She would do that in a heartbeat, mm -hmm. but it is also not her job to do that even though like in her heart of hearts, that's what she wants to do. She wants mm -hmm. like, if she wanted to do that, I know that she would. Uh, and I might be putting words in her mouth right there, but like she, she gives a fuck in instances mm -hmm. where she doesn't have to give a fuck. Like times where she's helped out with the SFL to clear things up when like language might not have been very clear. Like she stepped in and made sure that, uh, that shit was okay. Even though that's not her job, but Maybe it is now, actually. It, yeah, I was going to say, it, that <laughs> would fall more in line, I think, with what her, her job is or should be. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it really comes down to the tools. Uh, I mean, and, and nobody wants to get to the point where they're, like, going off the ranch, which we've seen that with some previous employees, right? And mm -hmm. uh, I, for the most part, don't feel like I, I did that. But, I mean, in fairness, the last... I don't know, maybe not year, but like six months or so that I was there, I completely shut down. Uh, I kind of, you know, I kind of locked myself out of, of, I only tweeted things about business when I had to, hmm. um, or if someone specifically was, you know, tagging me and asking me a question. Uh, and, you know, a large part of that had to do with the fact that uh, I, was i mean i guess to put it blunt i lost kind of hope in 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 the community 
Hmm. I was in Tokyo in, 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 at Tokyo Game Show when I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, I don't think I care anymore. Hmm. And that was the that was when I decided I think I should leave and do something else. Um, was there since, anything that sparked that, or was it just an overall I, sense? It's not of... a. It's it's yeah. It wasn't like one particular thing. Uh, it's you know it's the constant barrage of negativity and toxicity, um, and I think also having to deal with things that like you know being promoted to director i'm obviously i have more responsibility and whatnot but i think we also just got hit with things we had to deal with things that we just never had to deal with before and you know part of me is just like god we're just we're just here to like do fun video game stuff yeah i mean there's money involved and everything but at the end of the day it's like it's video game stuff right and here i am now i'm dealing with like conduct issues and you know drama about this that whatever um you know, and a person in my position, now I'm taking it from both sides, like the brand, you know, there's, there's crap going on with the brand, uh, the Street Fighter brand. And, you know, like it's it's my fault or, you know, like come yell at Mike because he's the only, uh, you know, public facing figure right now um, right. or e issues with esports and, you know, you know, fuck Mike because of esports. Um, I it, I think it just it just wore me down. And I don't care what anybody says. I've seen people like, yo, I got thick skin. I could no, man. When you get when you get worn down to the point, uh, and it happens to everyone, uh, where I, you know, like you don't care anymore. To me, that's that was, it hurt. I I legitimately was like, mm -hmm. it, it it pained me because I'm like the thing that I love the most. I'm not sure I care about anymore. Now I'll say this, at Capcom Cup, okay. First of all, at any event, no one's ever talked trash to me. No one's ever come up to me and be like, yo, fuck you, whatever, right? Um, it's mostly online, right? And it's mostly randos, whatever. It's the anonymity. I get it. Uh, it's the internet. But at Capcom Cup, man, all of, like, I'm, I was, again, reminded of why, you know, I was I did what I did for the last couple years, or the last few years, whether I was at Capcom or even in media, right? Mm. Um, that this community is amazing. It's, it's the, the negativity isn't the majority. Um, there are some absolutely amazing people in this community, including yourself that do, you know, awesome work, content creation, whatever tournament organization, whatever. Right. Uh, so that was like a tremendous feel good. Um, unfortunately it was also my last event. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was like, I'm like, it's bittersweet, but, uh, I do love this community and I do love Street Fighter and I do love, you know, like Capcom games and whatnot. And to see, I, again, I'm not, res I, I, I don't have to care about any of the stuff that's taking place, but to see it, it's the cycle, you know, to go through the cycle again. Uh, yeah. It, it I, I, I can relate to that on a lot of levels. Uh, like, especially when you say like, even right there at the end, the cycle, it's almost as if I, I had this idea earlier today I was trying to formulate it into a a uh, good hot take. I I just couldn't I couldn't vocalize it or figure out a way to to really package this in a in a way that people would understand. But it seems that since about 2008, maybe 2007, maybe a little bit before then, that the specific ways of which people are angry about fighting games has not mm -hmm. changed. Uh, and it, it actually might go further back than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, like the, like the questions people ask and the ways that people get angry about fighting games, 
mm-hmm. like really hasn't changed all that much. Sure. And I don't know if like putting more resources out there to be like, hey, this is what you do <laughs> to like to combat this kind of like mentality, right. this kind of behavior. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how to fucking fight that because like even this this cycle that you have worked at Capcom like this happened before right there is this something happens at Capcom what impacts the community in some way the community reacts by reaching out to you and and yelling at the top of their lungs and they need that blood along with that comes the people who are like extra extra hateful but I feel like they only show up whenever the people who have like a ton of influence go off and say something like really like off the cuff and just like Mm -hmm. not, not like they irresponsibly use their following to be like fucking Michael Martin. What are you fucking kidding me with this SFL? Michael Martin. Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's, they weaponize their, their following is, and, and you know, I mean, you know, there are certain people that, that I've said that into if, this microphone so many times. I've even said that exact even if verbiage. they don't have a, a a massive like Maximilian sized following, right? There are people that have targeted me long before I even worked at Capcom, um, and it became more than just you know a professional thing. It became very personal, um, and and that's whatever, right? Uh, I've always said, and I I try to make this clear to all of the players too. And my like, look, you don't have to like the game. I know why you're playing this game. Whether you like it or not, I know why you're playing it. And you don't have to like it. No one has to like this game. I'm okay with that. I, as an employee of Capcom, I'm okay with that. Um, but how you present your your dislike uh, or how you present, you know, whatever your issue is. Uh, my, my thing was always like, man, why do these guys always got to go to Twitter first about, yo, I'm, I haven't been paid from this event. Well, have you reached out to anyone first? No, of course not. They go straight to Twitter, right? And I'm like, I try to make it clear to these guys, like, look, if there's an issue with payment or whatever, come talk to me. I will try to figure out what is, you know, going on, right? Um, and and that's kind of where we're at. I think just that, that's sort of like a, a slice, a vertical slice of how the FGC uses Twitter, right? Uh, we'll just go, and, and honestly, that's just Twitter, right? You just go on a Twitter, you throw up your 140 characters or whatever the hell it is now and walk away. And let mayhem ensue, right? Um, and it doesn't have to be that way, but mm-hmm. in particular, like you know, like it's how you present it. And if you want to be like a toxic asshole, well, I don't have time for that anymore, and I'm probably just gonna block you. So, scream into the void, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it's also it's just one of those things. Whenever something like it, it can be an innocuous thing, right? Like the Maximilian uh, mm-hmm. tweet where it it's really not that dan- but then like later on in the tweet thread he goes back and says well actually this is what actually happened sure. but that kind so of doesn't kinda, matter that kind of strikes me as um almost like a media 101 thing where someone wants to get the news story out first or they want to get their uh, their like you know their hot take out first right and i don't think and this- then the revision happens yeah 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 right and and <laughs> And don't get me wrong, um, I've spent many hours talking with Max. Like last year at Evo, we talked till like six in the morning, uh, you know, one one night, one morning. Sexy. Uh, yeah. Um, and I, I understand where Max is coming from. That guy loves this stuff as much or more than anyone, right? By the way, congrats mm-hmm. to Maximilian. He's going to be a dad. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Max. 
And so I get where he's coming from. Um, and I don't think he does this stuff maliciously. I don't think he goes like, <laughs> I'm going to throw up this tweet to, you know, no. and then, and, no, no, no. Like he, that's not Max. Uh, I think I know Max well enough to, you know, to feel that way. Um, and even like, you know, during his stream and he and I have talked about it too, you know, like he, he talks about the fighting game team and, 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 you know, the, the issues and why things are still whatever, blah, 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 it, you know, whatever. Um, I know that that comes from a place that like, you know, he loves this stuff and he wants to see it better. I think we all do. I mean, me too. Right. Uh, I've just had the unique <laughs> position of being like on the other side of it or on the inside of it, I guess. Right. Um, so I, I, I don't think it's, yes, it's an issue, but I don't think it's as big a deal that someone tweets something or someone I, that's that Max tweets something like he did. Right. And, you know, people are calling for, well, he should delete it. Um, I can see both sides. Part of it is like, sure, but the damage is already damaged. What the damage is already done, whatever. Right. It's, it's already out there. Uh, and my kind of, I, I think my thing is, is like, this is kind of why I don't want an edit function on Twitter, right? Like, uh, yeah. I don't want, I think if you, if you put something out there, it's out there. Let it, it let it stand out there. Um, can he do a better job of walking back on it? Maybe, maybe he'll address it in a stream. I don't know. Um, but then there is like, you know, the, the really weird takes uh, that, you know, people put out there. They're just like, yeah, that probably wasn't necessary. And it's probably better you just delete that. <laughs> well, here's here's my perspective on it is that I am on the side of it should things like that which are damaging which you no longer subscribe to mm -hmm. should be deleted because mm -hmm. people have the ability to quote tweet it which then sure. becomes shared and and it becomes weaponized they, it can be framed in a way Mm -hmm. that people are using your words to further whatever message they want. You don't, yeah, you no longer have agenda, control yeah. of it at that point. Even if your where you stand on it is different, people don't, people don't go into the thread and read that right. if it's yeah. housed in a way that someone says, here, look at this, this is bad. Uh, and it's those kinds of people who seem to speak up the most whenever yeah. things like this happen yeah. and that can be really damaging and th that's the kind of people in the specific situation where people are uh like leg legitimately threatening or like right explicitly dangerous or bigoted or things like that where it, it's it can be more dangerous and to be on the safer side of things from like a moderation point of view I am I'm in the camp of killing things. Don't let sure. the don't let the ammunition live. Yeah. No, I, I mean I and I can agree with that. Uh, you know, I think uh, Brian F uh, deleted some of his tweets. Um, you know, Brian Brian is he's a good dude, but he, Brian's he, a very he, he smart can, guy. He's a very smart guy, and he can be he can have opinions, uh, hmm. and that's fine. Um, but I mean, he deleted his tweets, and, and to be honest with you, my first thought when I saw a lot of this. I don't know conversation if you can even call it call it that at the beginning was so who's going to be the first one or who who are going to be the ones to actually be like oh you know what uh sorry guys I was wrong um and there's been some of that Brian um you know it was one of those guys 
Um, again, I, I don't want to make this about Max only, but you know, I, I don't know that Max is, I, I haven't seen that Max has specifically done that other than like, oh, you know what? It turns out it was not as bad as we thought. Yeah, he um, made he made statements on his stream. Um, okay, so that. I mean, uh, it just, I mean, it, you know, again, the issues here are a patch rolled out. There wasn't great communication about it. Everyone jumped, you know, to these conclusions and you know, here we are a day later and uh, a day later like the, <laughs> and some death threats later, just a couple right. of death threats later. And <laughs> it feels like the discussion now is more about how did we handle this, which is probably, a, I mean, it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know that anything really comes of it. I don't know that anything changes, but the, the, it feels like the, the larger discussion now is how do we continue to handle these things as a community versus, you know, what this thing actually was. Right, right. Do you that was the discussion, I guess, yesterday, but we didn't know. Nobody knew what it was. What do you think that Capcom could or should be doing in situations like this? Do you have an opinion or like? Um, so it, it's tough, right? Because every business, it's not Capcom, just Capcom. It's it's everyone. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. there's only so much you, you can or want or even should say about things. Um. And especially within the game industry, which is like a particularly cagey industry, sure. Of like yes. things just are not because the the run up time on release of things like development takes time, mm -hmm. uh, like getting things approved to like be released on consoles takes time. Like the approval I, yeah. process takes a while. I like, think that that being more clear about a lot of this would have helped. Um, in my opinion. I, you know, I just think in general, just communicating more and, and, and better. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to like spill it all, right? But I think just being a little more clear in the communication uh, goes a long way. This community has been so starred for communication that literally anytime someone does say something, you know, there's a, a large portion of this community that are just like happy to hear it, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be like a positive thing. <laughs> like they're just oh, yeah. happy to hear something, right? And I get that. Um, and I really wish that would change. Um, no, I, I specifically remember after Capcom Cup two years ago, I think it was Matthew Edwards who just said something along the lines of like, yo, I saw what was coming up. I can't oh, say anything, yeah. but like, like I'll and people are like, yeah, like, there's people a lot like, in store. Right? She's coming, she's coming yeah, out, right? you guys, for this fighting game. Like, people fucking blew up, and I'm like, of course, shit's coming out, you guys. Like, if you think about it for a minute, yeah. like this, like maybe like <laughs> pump the brakes on your excitement. But to your point, though, people are fucking hungry for this shit. Yeah, I well, and it. and content's one issue, right? Like, but I think just in general, like this is a classic example of like all you had to do was be a little more clear about the communication. Um, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I, there are some very, you know, hardworking, smart people that are, that are working on the communication <laughs> within that company. Um, but again, it just kind of comes down to, you know, I guess maybe sort of the typical Japanese mentality of like, just don't say a lot. Um, hmm. And that, I think that's what has to change. You don't have to say everything. Uh, do I mean, you I, think I, that there I think was? People sh I think people should know that there's not going to be an LCQ stream. 
Yeah, I think I think that might have been important to know. Uh, honestly, uh, so, and not, not having that information out there might be important. Um, um, but in, but this this is I think this is a great example of like all you had to do is just be a little you know look we're 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 um, in terms of like this this particular patch uh, simple bullet points like you know we're disabling these mods because it creates an unfair playing field for both PC and PS4. And the game was designed for crossplay, right? You right. want people, you want this, the uh, audience, you know, you want a healthy audience and you want them competing against each other, whatever. Um, and, you know, we're making a change that, I mean, even if it's like, it might not be a significant change. Um, I don't know if there's more steps after this. So if you don't want to say it's a first step, uh, you can just kind of temper the expectation of like, hey, we're making a change. Honestly, some of you might not even notice it or, you know, it may not change your experience uh, drastically. But, you know, there is a change. And then, of course, you know, now we have third parties going in looking at like what's what's taking place. And for the most part, yeah, it's better. Like most of what I've seen is people are are, are saying, yeah, I mean, some of my games still kind of suck, but for the most part, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having good games and yeah. it's the people that are, are, that are still having the negative experience appear to be the ones that are still being connected with people from like other countries. And I don't know what that's about. Uh, but I mean, that's probably like, hopefully like the next step is like, what can we do to, to, to not, you know, pit Brian F against someone in Argentina? Um, cause that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that the, that the matchmaking has again i don't think i can only say i don't think because this wasn't ever released in a statement but i don't mm. think that the way that it pulls from matchmaking has changed uh, right. at all because I, I, I would assume not right yeah. uh, and max talked about that last night too he's like you know i don't you know like there are clearly going to be enough people after an update playing in north america that the game shouldn't be matching you up with someone in brazil right um but it's still doing that and i don't think that's everyone um but i mean it's still that is still an issue so um you know but if you're going to address these things i also think i mean my mentality is to get out in front of things um and that's just not always the case with right. a lot of this um because i think that's how you also temper some expectation um and unfortunately I, you know that just doesn't happen often i guess to that end do you think that there was anything that you could have done in your position to have made this a better transition maybe do you think that, there, that um, there's anything that like you personally could have influenced that could have made no. the communication better i mean without going like off the ranch probably not okay um and and you know that's just because uh you know when we talk about like well capcom doesn't care um you know as and, and i i tweeted about that today I, pro I probably said more about that than i should have but the thing is is uh you know a corporation doesn't care about you as a as you know a fan or whatever um maybe you know a corporation's job is to you know like sell games and make money whatever right uh are there but do the people care do the people working on this stuff care absolutely so every time i hear kind of the blanket statement capcom doesn't care it bothers me because i was part of that so you're telling me i don't care um and i know that's not explicitly what a lot of people are saying but especially when i see sort of targeted you know like attacks on like the dev team right 
Right. Again, I'm not on that dev team. Didn't work on that side of things. But I can only assume most of those guys just doing their job. Mm-hmm. And I. But what I can tell you, the ones that I do know, the ones that I've spent time with, and the ones that uh, you know are working on this stuff, they care. They absolutely care. Uh, yeah, they they want the stuff to be good. I mean, you course. can look at you look at Seth, which looks to be like a pretty fleshed out character, to be honest. Uh, Seth. I mean, it's it's Seth wild to me dope. right now in this very moment that we're not talking about how amazing Champion Edition is. And yeah, we, we've spent the last right? fifty minutes talk, like talking about because a shitty community, but the game itself is like really good right it's now. In the best place <laughs> it's ever been, and honestly, I thought it was in a pretty good place last year, and now yeah. it's like it's like it's in. The, the the competitive scene uh, is is you know it's healthy in that the the the, com- the, com- the competition is is very strong and right. it's only going to get better now that you know if there's been tweaks whatever and Seth is just fantastic you, you know even Gill's really cool uh, maybe he's not the most viable I don't know but like man he looks cool and he does some cool stuff right yes um, and and Seth just as a character is amazing. Um, I still want to subscribe to a couple of people throwing it out there. So want to s- subscribe to the, to the theory that they put a uh, Muda Muda hands, a, a Muda Muda hands move in there because they knew that I love Jojo's. Although that was probably in development <laughs> way before, you know, they ever found out I love Jojo's. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm pretty sure, I think there might be enough evidence in street fighter five itself to say that someone on the dev team, someone in animations is a, also a Jojo's fan. There, there, st- there's a stand over there. somewhere. So, uh, what's wild to me is on the Capcom Japan esports team, there's a couple old heads uh, on that team. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like they, they, they go back as far as like, you know, X-Men Children of the Atom, Marvel superheroes, X-Men versus Street Fighter days. There is a dude who worked on JoJo's back in the day. And I believe he told me he worked on Jotaro. <laughs> Now he's not in development, so I don't know what connection he might have with them. Right. You know, like if they're if they're even like I don't know that they have those conversations because he's on the esports team now. Uh, but I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, like he's crossing those lines, being like, "Hey, yeah," and 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 those dudes, I love those guys. Um, one one of those guys worked on X Men versus Street Fighter, uh, and when they found out, like, I was a huge fan of those games because you know we don't we didn't we don't talk like that that much we barely see each other of course because you're in different countries or whatever. but when they found out i was like a huge like x-men versus street fighter is my favorite fighting game and jojo's i love jojo's like we kind of bonded over that and like you know they they i think they actually almost had a newfound respect for me because i don't think they knew like oh this guy actually is a huge capcom like nerd right and he but he goes back that far mm. um but you know back to street fighter 5 like uh yeah i mean we i, I mean i still care I'm out, I'm, t- I'm out here not necessarily fighting the good fight, but I'm just like, I'm just trying to to reiterate to people like, hey, one, the esports team is not the dev team or the brand team. So a lot of your complaints that go to the Capcom fighters, not even the right place. No. Um, two, uh, people at Capcom absolutely care. Um, and three, even though there isn't a dedicated community manager, don't drive them away. Like, I don't want to say they drove me out because I don't think that's what happened, but I definitely feel like I, it didn't help. The, it, it didn't help. And a lot of the stuff had such an effect on me that I had to get out right. I, for my own, you know, personal, like mental 
health reasons. Um, and I don't want to see that happen to someone like Carolyn, um, even or, if she isn't, the, the, or anyone, right? But yeah. even if like they aren't the brunt of that, you know, uh, uh, the fist of the community, let's say, right? Uh, that just seeing that stuff day after day ha takes its toll on someone, yeah. um, and I mean that's why I mean I look at like. I don't know if anybody pays attention to Rainbow Six Siege, but man, that six Inventational was amazing. They do amazing stuff over there on the on the Rainbow Six Siege uh, teams, both the brand and esports. Um, and honestly, it kind of makes me professionally jealous to kind of see like how loved you know those teams are, but how you know how much like they reciprocate their love for the community. Hmm. Uh, Capcom just doesn't doesn't do that do we really think that any is that happening in any fighting game is there any community or any game that is <laughs> bouncing off of bouncing off of each other in in a positive way where there's that 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 positive feedback loop of don't you enjoy this we do enjoy this thank you for doing this thanks for being cool um, thanks for not sending us death threats i would have said for for a large part, I would have said Tekken Seven until <laughs> uh, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, until there was six Leroy's in top eight at Evo, you know, Japan. Then it um, got kind of bad all of a sudden. It's it, and again, like it's so weird. Like for that particular, you know, and a lot of people don't realize. Like you know, I follow Tekken fairly closely. I've been a Tekken player since day one. Tekken one, right? I've been I've been playing Paul for over twenty years. Damn it, using the same move for over twenty years. Okay. Death Fist um, still works, apparently. Yeah, it still works. I can do it four <laughs> times in a row and you'll block it, but you won't expect me to do it the fifth time and I'll do it and you'll get hit by it. Um, <laughs> but uh, in general, in fighting games, I think we've seen that um, we're a little different, right? I think because there's, there's always going to be toxicity, toxicity in all communities. It's not just games either. It's movies. It's comics. I've, I've been you know in comic communities, comic book communities where it's like, it's even worse, right? Um, but I, what I, I think I will, I think it's fair to say that in gaming, particular, the fighting game community is a little different. Um, they're a little more hardcore, right? Uh, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but with that comes, you know, again, these expectations and whatnot, and and honestly, like the understanding the boundaries of having immediate access to a developer or publisher um and so with fighting games i don't think we see as much as and look let's be fair siege is kind of in a, a perfect storm right now so mm. i can see why there's love going both ways right um i don't think i i i can't think of many communities that are are like that as you know to that level but with fighting games uh I do think though that there are there's a good relationship you know with certain publishers or developers and fans and I I think for the most part Tekken is is there people just get really worked up about overpowered characters for some reason it was Geese then it was Akuma and then it was Leroy which by the way if they put DLC characters in that suck and you won't play them you won't buy them um <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's the trick uh, i mean akuma was overpowered from the get-go right he was he was he's always and, gonna be strong and as far as i know 
uh, he hasn't changed a whole lot in the last three or four years of Tekken 7, right? So all, why all of a sudden were people like complaining about it? Anyways. Um, to your point, though, I think that it also stands to read, like, looking back, though, even if, like, Street Fighter was giving you exactly what you wanted, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people who enjoyed Street yes. Fighter hate on the other games. Yes, of course, yes. Which, so uh, that's actually a great point, because I I was thinking about this today. You know, back in the day, when when everyone in arcades was like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to play my game. Like, screw Mortal Kombat. I'm going to play Street Fighter, right? Or whatever, right? right? Uh, there, there, There's that mentality. And we still carry and sort of harbor arcade mentality in a lot of ways and i i think we've seen a lot of old heads who have you know adapted to the times uh who've grown up um move away from that and i think more than others some more than others but i think as a community we really need to move away from that stuff um because i think what we see now and this is a lot of the discussion about like oh why is such and such community or game you know always hating on street fighter or, or vice versa or whatever right uh, and I think it's just because we've now created a, a situation with with online, you know, internet and social media and Twitter specifically. We've we've actually compartmentalized, you know, these communities even further. We've we and we've driven like a further divide between these yeah. communities, right? Uh, to where, yes, there are plenty of people who play multiple games, but in large part, there are still people who are like. Uh, Yo, Street Fighter Netcode sucks. You could play Killer Instinct. Yo, fuck Killer Instinct. Like what? I mean, Killer Instinct's a good game, right? I mean, it doesn't like that kind of that kind of mentality is trash because yeah, just because but it's not my game. So fuck yeah, that game. Right? If you what? if you don't hate you should if you hate this thing, I mean, I don't know. But that's I've tried to change that mentality on our street fighter over the years just by mm-hmm. saying that hey anytime there's a you might have noticed anytime that there's a new game uh, in the fighting game community anytime there's a big release there will be one for grand blue once it is released in the states mm-hmm. uh worldwide release but we like to do a congratulations yeah. post on yeah on the we sticky it and right I've up seen at the top. yeah yeah and it's like hey it's, if you want to go play this be, game yeah, we should be celebrating this stuff. Go play the game; it's great. Yeah, like, yeah. go have, go have. There's, there's so much more to enjoy and have fun with because it's right. the community has really never, even for people who have their game, there isn't. I don't know one person who is like influential or one person who doesn't uh, have something interesting to say within the community who only plays one game. I don't know that person. Like we all play different games. Like I play different games. So like it's it just stands to reason that like sure. having that mentality of yo fuck fuck Street Fighter Five. You know what's cool? Skullgirls. Shouts, <laughs> shouts to the purple sharpie. Uh, but no, I, like, you know what? I love the way she handles that too. By the way, like uh, and and I I really do appreciate someone like Sharpie uh, because she no matter what she's gonna she's gonna stand and shill her game and. That's fine. Like she's not going to shit know. on other. I, yeah, I yeah. just, but she she does yeah. not to ever take that stance. Yeah. She's the best. I love yeah. her to death. Uh, but yeah, it's that amount of like, why can't we react with love instead of reacting with this outrage and hatred and well, bigotry? I question mean, mark. That, why? Where, you're right. <laughs> where did that third one snuck <laughs> in right there to the end? I don't know where that cracked. one. <laughs> bigotry. Um. Yeah. I mean, but that wouldn't be cool, right? Or that would show weakness. That I mean, that's my thing. Yeah. Uh, I. I am, for better or worse, I am a sentimental person and I, I am an honest person and I will, uh, sometimes I will put stuff out there 
um, because I care enough about, I think, my following, and I hope my following cares enough about me to, you know, maybe understand me better uh, and, and you know, it kind of see what different people are going through. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think that there is, we still, you know, we're still in a society where, like, if you, if you love, like, I mean, I love you, Joe, and... <laughs> Oh, I love you too, Mike. And 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 I I'm okay with saying that. I don't have to follow right. that up with like, yo, no homo, dude. Like, like, right. you know, we're we're still not past that, right? And so showing like that kind of affection or emotion is like uh, a weakness, right? Um, so talking about things that we like, that's why I'm always like, talk about things that we you like, you enjoy. Like, you mm -hmm. don't have to be angry or an asshole like every day. Um, uh, and it it's easier to be negative just in general. That's how people, that's how we're human beings. We're wired that way. Right. It's hard work being positive, but wouldn't you get more satisfaction about talking about something you enjoy versus like constantly talking about the stuff you hate or that you don't like? But Mike, I only hate it because I love it. I'm s do you really? Do I only, you? I only <laughs> mad about it and loud because I love it so much. and want it to do good. Mike, don't you know? No. I do know. Fuck off with that. <laughs> everybody, everybody can fuck and, off with that. And, and you know what? You're You're right. Typing that into the response of this show yeah. Yeah. right now. Please stop. Did, That's not. Just, just hit backspace on that comment. Let's um, get out of here. And, and tell me one thing that you 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 love, right? Yeah. Um, just. And and that's why uh, be more passionate and, about the things you care about. Yeah, like promote the stuff that you look. If you don't like Street Fighter Five and you like something else, then promote what you you do like. You don't have to shit on something else, but promote what you do like. What are you doing to make your your? If it's not Street Fighter Five, if it's not Street Fighter or whatever, like what are you doing to make your community better? What's your contribution? Even if it's you know you don't have to be a tournament organizer, you don't have to be running brackets, um, you don't have to be like in the I guess at that level of like the grassroots, right? But even if it's just a matter of like, hey, I think this thing's really cool. You know, here's something cool about this thing. Check it out. Right. Uh, I. It's funny because I've been playing Bloodborne lately on stream. And I've always kind of felt like, uh, well, so I never beat Bloodborne by myself originally. I had a friend run me through it because it was too hard. I was like, yo, this game's too hard. Fuck this game. Uh, and so I recently did sort of a casual, like legit playthrough. And I have a viewer who uh, had gotten to some point in the game and quit because it was too hard. And a week later, he's telling me, yo, I, I loaded up the game again uh, because I've been watching you play it and I, I beat it. And I'm like, whoa, what? Like, I actually I had a positive, I affected a positive change on someone. Yeah, no, that has what? always been my, my Fighting response. games the same way. When people come, because this has happened before, of uh, people, and especially around the time where Street Fighter Five came out, where they were like, mm -hmm. "Yo, I don't like this uh, game." Yeah, yeah. But like, so like, what? Do, like, how do you? Do you like this game? And I was, I'm still kind of like, I don't, I give or take it. It's kind of Street Fighter Five is whatever. I have fun well, you wrote with a it. Book. But, sure, I, yeah, it's fine. It's a fine <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> whatever, but. To the point, though, my advice is always dig into the community, like mm -hmm. get those roots in there a little bit more and have an impact on the people who are around you. Because yeah. if this person's already coming to me like at an event or uh, in person, like they mm -hmm. if there are if they're already that deep, then 
they have the vernacular. They're in the know. Yes. They yes. know what's, they can tell the difference. They can guide someone to make some good decisions. So right. my response is always bounce it back to the people who you can affect mm-hmm. and, and promote from within. There's, yeah. it's harder to do, uh, but I don't know. At the same time, I definitely feel you sometimes when it's like the spirit of Marvel can die in you over and over again, sometimes twice, uh, but won't get into that one. Before we kind of head into the end of the show, though, because we're kind of running up against it, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that you didn't get the chance to that you wanted to maybe cover before we end it? Um, I mean, we kind of touched on it, but man... Uh champion edition and and seth in general like god i am just so proud of the team for all the teams that were involved uh for the work they've done on that what do you like Um, about it specifically as i mean as someone who I, i guess i can admit you know i don't know it's a secret but like as someone who doesn't play this game regularly uh and kind of an aside, let me put like for yeah. a little aside and kind of make that sound okay. Because like <laughs> my what I always say is, the deeper you get into the community, the less you actually play the games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I just, but like I own, I only play fighting games once a week, and it's yeah. before the tournament that we stream for like that thirty-ish yeah. minutes. That's the only time I get to play. <laughs> when you're exposed to it uh, as much as like I've I have been, uh, I'm a big fan of competition. Though I'm I'm sure. I'm a huge fan of competition. I mean that's why. I, I, I really liked transitioning from like sort of traditional games media into like, you know, competitive fighting game, uh, esports you know, management. journalism. Esports, yeah. Um, and then, and then going, yeah, into the esports management part of it. Right. Um, so, uh, I'm super excited whenever we get an update like this to see what the players, I mean, obviously what the players think, but just to see what the players are going to do with it. Uh, and I think that from a, from an esports standpoint, you know, th- things aren't perfect but i do appreciate especially with something like street fighter league but i do appreciate how last year uh we kind of got to see like the middle I, I call it the middle class i don't know if that's really the right phrasing but the middle class of like players get spotlighted the um, middle the middle america class yeah uh, exactly right they're not exactly top tier players right they're not the top player but they're not i mean they're definitely not scrubs either right um they're not low online um but I, I like seeing them spotlighted because now, A, um, they are getting a little more exposure that maybe they deserve, but these guys are working harder too. Uh, yeah, the grind, Dew, is, the grind is on out there. Yeah, Knuckle Do, Rob, and Dual Kevin are all living together now. And I think that's just going to make Rob and, I mean, all of them, but Rob huh. and, and Dual Kevin, you're definitely going to see, I think, the gains from that. Um, but yeah, having a new, a new, for, whatever we're going to call it season um i think is is fantastic for competition uh, i think the game is in probably the best place it's ever been and we thought it was in a really good place last year right yeah. uh, we as in community not you know not capcom but uh as a community i thought we i feel like we competitively we thought it was in a really good place so i think this year uh i'm really excited to see you know how the competition shakes out um Obviously now I'm on the sidelines, so I can, I can, I guess I can look at it from my not, you know, work perspective anymore. Um, 
and maybe you can, it'll get you back. get to be a fan now exactly i get to be a fan and it'll be a little more fun <laughs> um but also like seeing seeing how the last few character releases have have been received because they are original right they are different uh max again brought it up in a stream somebody was like hey do you think you'll ever play ken again and he's like i don't think so because most of those you know most of that first batch of characters feels kind of uh dry uh in terms of like the rest of the like the last couple seasons or whatever right, right. um so seeing like the g's even though like people complain about the robbery whatever seeing the g's um the gills and the seths but especially seth like seth looks like such an amazing like seth actually kind of makes me want to play um and i'll probably play like a couple games and ranked and get pissed and never play again um (laughs) uh but i mean again like i'm just super proud of like the work the teams have done um to get this champion edition out there and yeah and like i said watching that trailer for seth uh i hadn't seen it before and i probably could have uh but i got to experience it the first time uh just like everyone else in that venue and just like everyone else on stream and man i was blown away uh and for the most part it seems like everyone's really enjoying it so uh you know we'll get back to that i mean the netcode stuff will die down something else will take its place yeah, eventually here's the thing <laughs> we're gonna run our tournament on monday and everybody's gonna have a good time again because yeah. like our tournaments are a good fun time where people yeah. like to hang out and enjoy the game yeah like that shit still happens like surprise surprise people are mm-hmm. out here and like we we've had really good attendance like like consistent great attendance so much so that like it's giving our our to a a kind of a rough rough go of it but like (laughs) people surprise they're showing up yeah people fucking (laughs) like to play the game still and this is like however long like four years after release like we still out there so it's it's a yeah i mean i think that's i think that's a good sign that uh you know maybe the 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 game and the the player base isn't growing the way you know capcom wants it to but you know they're 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 we're still out there we're still playing um and honestly champion edition and seth are are good ways to get people interested uh either new people or, or old you know lapsed players uh and i mean you know there there should be there should be some emphasis on that uh, to take care of, of those players. Um, I'd like to see that. Uh, you know, I think I kind of did my best to kind of push that. Um, and I feel like one of my, my goals working at Capcom and even in esports in general is, uh, creating opportunities. Uh, it doesn't mean everyone's going to get paid. (laughs) Um, but I mean, creating opportunities. And I think that in the last few years, what has happened that is a great thing is there's been opportunities for players, um, both as like competitors, um, but also like, you know, to grow their brands, um, to do things they've never done before. There's a hell of a lot more commentators. There's way more, you know, there's way more TOs than there were, you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, weeklies, monthlies, uh, whatever, right? Um, you got, Senkal standoff is 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 on the pro tour and I know Sierra's like super proud of that and she's super stoked about that and and you know she de- she deserves it. Uh she's done a good job just like Armando has with um undefeated. Uh so, you know, seeing seeing opportunities like that pop up and and giving, you know, 
people those opportunities. Uh, uh, I think we, you know, we just want to be involved with what we're passionate about. And sometimes it's not about making money. Um, most of the times it's, you don't get to make money. Um, but I, I feel like if anything, uh, what I, I hope I was able to do is create more opportunities for people. Fair enough. All right. With that time to head into the final segment of the show. All uh, right. I can't let you go without yeah. asking you a line of questions. Okay. I think I might know the answer to oh the right. to the first question. Okay. Can I guess it actually? Yes. The yes. question is, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Oh jeez. You already know. Everyone knows this. <laughs> Sabretooth. <laughs> It's it, it's a religion. Jump, it's, to me. It, I mean, it's it's so it's so thick and fat, and it it's Ugh. cheating actually. Uh, it is literally <laughs> the greatest. When you push that button, it's literally the greatest feeling in the world. All right. So describe to the people what we, what your favorite normal is and why. What I ask people, and occasionally I'll troll and bring this up on Twitter too, and with the screenshot, of course. What do you know about Jump Roundhouse? My favorite thing actually to do is ask Marvel players who are younger, who might not know anything about Jump Roundhouse. And, you know, if we're at like a CEO or a combo breaker, what do you know about Jump Roundhouse? Like, what are you talking about? Let me tell you about Jump. No, let me show you about Jump Roundhouse. Um, and that, of course, is Sabretooth and X-Men versus Street Fighter. Um, if you've never seen it, James has like on, somewhere online, James Chen has this massive text, this wall of text, a rant about Sabretooth. Um, cause he's like scrubby this way. I, at one point I had screenshotted it and put it in my Twitter profile. Um, cause it's so, it's so great. It's so amazing. Uh, but it's just the way, like it's, it's fast. Uh, it's deceptively fast. It hits in front. It hits behind whether you're crossing up or not. It hits low. It hits high. Like it's just the best button ever created he stretches his whole body out with his feet like extended like the sound that he makes when he rah, rah. i mean dude it is literally the greatest button ever created thank you <laughs> thank you it's, it's a jumping attack that cannot be anti-aired anyway <laughs> there's like one character that can truly anti-air that like consistently it's fucking wild yeah uh, but like yeah. Mm, mm. all right i'll never enough. forget hitting uh, Ninja Nam in the corner with it. He thought I was going to cross him up. He was trapped in the corner. I had him locked down in the corner. He thought I was going to cross him up and I hit in the front and he literally was like, what side is this hitting on? I don't get it. <laughs> A button that just makes you go like, yeah. I and don't understand. <laughs> I actually was so deep. I thought I was going to cross him up and I didn't. That's always the, that's my favorite mix up <laughs> is where the person who's doing the mix up doesn't know what side it's going yeah, I don't on. know what side it's hitting it's on, favorite. but you know what? You're getting hit by it. So <laughs> if I don't know, how could you know? <laughs> that's exactly. the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Kind of in that same line of questioning, mm -hmm. what is your favorite combo in any fighting game and why? Oh my God. My favorite combo. Um, you don't necessarily have to be able to do the combo. Well, most of them I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Uh, I'm actually going to give a shout out to like JoJo's games because okay. that the, the, those games are so busted. And, and I could like say I could cheat and say all of them um, in, in I So when I started streaming more regularly after leaving Capcom, uh, I was streaming JoJo's a lot. 
and I probably should get back to it um, because I'd never played it before. It was in the arcades. Uh, I remember when it was in arcades, but I never, no one ever played it. Right? We didn't right. know shit about JoJo's back then. Uh, but I, I've been playing Black Polnareff and Avdol, and they have some pretty cool combos. But I kept getting matched up against uh, Vanilla Ice players, um, and that character has some stupid ass combos. So I'm like, I'm tired of dying to this shit. I'm gonna start playing Vanilla Ice. And I can't consistently do the stupid ass combos, but man, let me tell you, that character's got some stupid combos. Just go Google that shit. Go go look it up on YouTube. That character's got some stupid combos, and I like it. <laughs> As someone uh, who like I know of the games, I know I've seen so, them so, played a couple of times, but I wouldn't right. be able to describe exactly what this one. What what like. it is is there's the characters, right? There's each character you select. Um, there's a couple that don't have stands, but they have stands, quote unquote stands, right? The stands are like the other, the powers that Jojo's characters have. So in the case of Jotaro, who is like the main character in Stardust Crusaders, he has Star Platinum. Uh, Star Platinum is the one that you see like the Muda Muda hands. So like Seth's Muda Muda, you know, 100 hands move, right? Um, so Vanilla Ice has uh, a stand that when you pop uh, a, a particular super, you can basically do like, almost an infinite i think it's i think you actually can do an infinite with him uh but you just keep mashing buttons and and you know you end up with like a 60 hit combo uh and most of the jojo's characters are actually like that but there's something just really cheesy about vanilla ice as a character um he's just really corny uh and really um um i don't normally play what i think are cheap characters and he's pretty cheap <laughs> Well, I will say that it although has some taken, people would call Colleen cheap, and I, I do play Colleen. It has taken me a great deal of effort to not make a vanilla ice pun, uh, but that's, <laughs> but that's the show, folks. Do you know why he's named Vanilla Ice? Well, I know. Or do you know I, about so, the JoJo's lore? I I know enough about JoJo's lore to know that they use a lot of like the, musical yes, like yes. music references bands, like uh, bands and, band names and, like Dio and, is yeah, like yep. is referenced and like album names and, and shit like that, which I respect. Like there's I, a there one of the characters in I think it's part two. His name's ACDC and there's Cars, you know. So yeah, yeah, they're actually named after like bands and and uh, my favorite one of my favorite characters from the most recent season, uh, which I guess is part five. Uh, uh, his stand is Sex Pistols, and they're just like six different bullets. <laughs> Anime is bad. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> God, I love JoJo's. Anime and somehow we is got for onto jerks. a JoJo's topic. This this episode is done. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Yeah. We have to talk about JoJo's. I um, like that. Also, it. <laughs> I think I think as if I really if I really want to pick out like a combo, a legit combo, um, there is nothing. There's, I still get goosebumps when I watch the Daigo Perry, the Evo Moment 37. Fair enough. Fair enough. When you see That's that, a... when you see him just land that combo, classic oh, answer. Oh man, and the crowd, uh, yeah. It's, Reminds it's you of what's good about fighting games. Yes, it does. And I mean that combo alone, that video alone, got people into fighting games. That is true. It has been oftentimes the most referenced thing. Uh, what people bring up of like, mm -hmm. I don't know what this was, but hot damn, was that exciting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could tell I people in that room that. were very excited. Yeah, right. I wish I could do that. Yeah, I'm trash. Honestly. I can't do that. Uh, all right, though, that will do it for us on this week's episode of RSF Radio. That will do it. Before we sign off, though, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? 
the twitters that the, the twitters.com at bizarro underscore mike that's one z two r's and like i said earlier if you want to watch any of my streams uh twitch.tv slash bizarro mike there is no underscore in that sorry all right and you can find me at super joe monday or at reddit sf on twitter.com or head on over to our street fighter post whatever i will see it i'm there all the time i'll check it out don't be a bigot. Uh, that'll do it for the show. Catch us every Thursday-ish. This I might just post this one as soon as possible. Oh, I don't think we boy. need to go back and edit. Just to, you know, just fly through the pants. Cause, Throw it up there. Well, my, the release date of this show has just been kind of all over the board since the new year. Because, like, shit kind of hit the fan for me personally at the, mm. at the start of the year, which I'm not going to get into. But, like, I'm kind of just rolling with it now. Yeah, uh, that's all you can do. Yes, I'm, I just, I'm living in my bliss. I'm living, don't I'm living in my I'm living my love right now, uh, and I love you and goodbye. <laughs> That'll be a show. Put Keith's Jim in Street Fighter Five. Uh, why? Why isn't Michael Martin? Yes. Why isn't Keith's Jim in Street Fighter Five? Why haven't they just put that tutorial in the game? I. I want to say it's probably for the same reason that Sodom never gets put in these games as a playable character, you and they know answer. he's my favorite character. You don't they have know. to answer the question. They know. <laughs> he's stuck in the background of every single game. Why? Yeah, that is true. Huh. Three games in a row, he's in the he's in a back he's like in a stage background. They know Fair. he's my favorite character. They, they know. know. They're just gonna tease it. They're gonna tease it. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, Enough's enough. I'm ending this show. Until next time, folks, take care. Peace.